Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts, the hottest podcast in the streets. Visit the new website today, www.bigfactspod.com. Live and first class sounds, you know who it is, DJ Scream, Big Bang, Baby J. This is Big Facts, and we have a special guest today. I think it is safe to call him the hottest producer in the game, because I can't think of a producer hotter in the game right now. Give it up for ATL Jacob on Big Facts. What's good, man? What's up, man? I keep running into you, man. I think there's good fortune in good favor because you're doing some amazing things definitely just working working my way out from different mindsets to the next level what what why um why production because i I feel like you know uh everybody's like you're talented you're intelligent all all that good shit like why production for you like when you was coming up why was that the thing that you said i want to kind of just mesh with it and make history actually i was rapping first and i um this was around the time Playboy Cardi actually started rapping mm-hmm. when we was in high school. I wanted to rap on my own beats. I didn't want to use YouTube beats. So I was like, man, I want to I want to make beats that I can rap on. And that's why I started producing. So you started producing to make the beats for yourself. Yeah. Wow. And but then, then you, I'm sorry. Ahead. 
Didn't you like get a, a background for knowing the different instruments and stuff like that because you were in the marching band? Yeah, I was in marching band from uh since I joined. I was actually playing with the high school marching band since sixth grade. So every oh, year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I uh, I actually just so you were like advanced. Yeah. Okay. I was advanced in band. I was first chair and everything. Like over the older oh, that's kids. Big. So and I actually just donated um ten thousand to the to my band to my high school band. And what high school was that? Creekside High School. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. How did it all start? Where you come from? Like what side of town? South side, you know, uh old national Bethesda, Union City, all of that down there. So most you know, most kids down there went to Creekside. Or Banneker. Or, or like Westlake or some shit. Uh, no, not Westlake. That's where them, them uh, rich kids went to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you was raised with your mom and dad? Just my mama. My uh, my dad was always moving around and stuff, you know. So, just ain't work out. You know how they go. Well, how y'all relationship now? We cool. I, I talk to him sometimes. You feel like you own or something? Nah, I don't own nobody now. <laughs> I own my mama everything. Oh, no, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. In fact. I love your, your dad mama. ain't calling Effin yet? Yeah, yeah, all the time. You know, you throw them a couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands. You got siblings? Uh, six of us in total on my mama's side. And my dad, uh, I can't even tell you how many kids he got. I don't know. I know. I met one. I don't know the rest. Okay. Mm. What was what was your first, okay, what was your first, like, <laughs> I guess you could say local hit, and what was your first big hit that reached, like, gold or Man, platinum sure. status? My first local hit, I'd say, like, spin the block. Okay. Yeah, spin the block or probably Granny Crib with Lil Dirk or spin the block with Lil Dirk and Pluto. Mm. Uh, in my mainstream, you know, super. I feel like, well, they say it was F and N, but I say like, to me, it feel like it was Supergirl because that's. I agree. You know, that's a big song. That's the I one. Agree. That's the one. So when when you was making these beats for yourself, when 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 did it hit you that man? I gotta start giving some of these beats to some other people because that shit gonna make some income. Um, actually, what happened? I always felt like my beats wasn't ready. Like, I was like, man, I don't want nobody to hear these yet. Like, maybe, like, folks in my hood and shit, I used to be like, man, listen to this. I just made this, that's, like, in the beginning. But, like, I always felt like I was never ready yet. Like, even, even like, now I still be like, man, I need to go harder. So I always felt like nobody was ready to rap on my beats yet because I was still perfecting it. Mm. But it, it came to the point where people was hearing my beats. They wanted it. So by the time I met Casino, and I was still felt like I wasn't ready, I met Casino. Casino was hopping on everything. Mm-hmm. So then that's when he took me to Pluto, and I was like, well, I got to turn up faster and <laughs> right. keep practicing even more because I still feel like it ain't ready. You're in the game now. Yeah. Yeah. EA Sports. Facts. <laughs> so how, how's, that, how's that moment, man? Like, the phone line changes. I'm sure you still got your homies and your family and all that shit, but now – the phone at any given moment can be your call ID will read Future or Drake or Kanye <laughs> or whoever else is calling your phone. Like, yeah, is that so, kind of surreal and how you deal with it? Uh, at first, it used to be like, damn, bro calling. Let me answer this. Mm. Now it'd be like, oh, yeah, bro calling. Shit. I'll call That's him what back. You're talking about. Oh, okay. No, no, it won't be on. Uh, sometimes I miss the call. You know, I always hit him yeah. back. I always still be humble. Yeah. It's just... um. But that anxiety of like, oh my God, isn't it's like it's not there like it used to be. Like yeah, back then it was like shit. Future called me, he wants some beats, man. Let me finna make finna pull up right now. I like sometimes I wouldn't even have beats ready. I he'll call me to pull up a song and I will make like ten beats in like in like two hours 
right before I pull up on her mm. and be like, man, and he'll go crazy on the whole pack. <laughs> how how does it feel like getting your first hit? Like it still motivate me to go harder. Now I feel like because you know like when you get your first hit, it be so many people chasing that money. Like they say, you ain't make a hit until everybody coming for the check. Mm. So it's like you got this person saying they did this and this person saying they did that, and then just fucking up the money, uh, or like not fucking it up, but really just holding it back. Like where you got to wait longer. So it's like damn, I got to go even harder, get another hit, cause this money finna take a long time. Cause these folks saying this, and then it's like you get another hit, and then you got another person saying something. You're like, mm. you think you done did the business perfect? And it's like then another one. So now I feel like I gotta get another hit. So when you say like like these folks are saying this, you mean like other people are staking claim to helping you make the beat? Yeah. Okay. Like, like saying that samples they, and loops and shit. Yeah, that's why I I rarely use loops unless it's like I was there when they made it, or like I just know for sure that they did it. Cause the business it'd be like stuff for like up and coming producers. You'll give them a chance and like they they'll be like, man, I need eight thousand advance, and it's their first placement, and they'd be like. What, bro? My first place, I got a thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's like the business of it just make you want, you know, want to work with only people that you're familiar with. That's why it's. That's why I just stay in the circle with my producers. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just about to ask you. So, do you have like a um a team of producers that you work with that like kind of help rejuvenate your creativity? Yeah, it's um Wicked Money Family, my label. It's um okay. We got like, and you have a label of producers. Yeah, okay. it's like eleven of them in total, but they all doing good. So we just got to get them to do great. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. You what's ever up. collab with an, a, another producer, like a uh, another popular producer? Um, yeah, but them be like the homies, like you know Metro Southside. Them like my brothers, TM DY. But mm-hmm. outside of that, uh, I never, I never collab with another like big producer. If you had if you had one collab you could collab with, like who would it be? Well, coming up, I always wanted my sound to be, sound like Metro, so I would have said Metro, but it's like we already Locked we already in. going yeah. Mm. So mm, I say like maybe uh maybe Timberland. Timberland. Mm, okay. Mm. That's hard. Yeah. Mm. Oh, definitely Manny Fresh too. Mm. Yeah, Manny. So let me ask you this. Because a lot of people that, like, aren't from Atlanta and that aren't familiar probably want to know, how did you come up with your famous producer tag? Um, It was actually Young Scooter who came up with it. He uh, he had a song called Real Talk. Mm-hmm. Where yep. the first thing he said, ATL Jacob, ATL Jacob, shout out to the Ox. Assalamu alaikum. So I knew that was the tag as soon as he did it. Yeah. I just threw it, started throwing it on all the beats. Shout out the street. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, one of the most touchiest moments and with Shots of Sunny Digital when he was here, we talked about it. But one of the most touchiest moments as a producer is when you get that call for them files and them stems and all that shit. So how does ATL Jacob balance that? Because sometimes you got the homies, man. I need, I need to mix it, man. Send the, send, send the files, send the stems, and then some producers are like, hell no, nah, ain't, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. And sometimes that strange relationship. So how do you deal with it? Uh, sometimes. <clears throat> to be honest, I hate sending files because they never know how to mix my beats. Mm-hmm. So my my secret that I'm about to give to everybody is I mix my own beats and I send them the wave file. 
So it still hits. That's why right on mm -hmm. still hits mm. the way. And it sound like I, it sound like the way when I made it because I, I mean I gave them fouls just in case they needed them. Mm -hmm. I was like, we not using fouls on the final master. Mm. My, my wave foul. Your mix. Yeah. Mm. That's so when it comes to sending fouls, it's just. It's, so you tell maybe, them no. Yeah, like to be honest, like me and Pluto, we only, we use two tracks. Mm. Whole album two tracks just. We don't need fouls no more. That's like, that's like going by the books, man. We go by vibes. Yeah, mix his vocal, mix your beat. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. And it hit mm -hmm. every time. Mm -hmm. What 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 do you think? Because uh, you're an artist as well. Like, what do you think is some of the formula the producers or artists falling off? What's some of the things that you think happens to make them fall off? I feel like sometimes they go by the books by saying. Like, a lot of artists, especially, well, I'm going to say, like, a lot of up-and-coming artists, they go, okay, I'm starting this song. What's the hook first? What if the beat sound like it don't even need a hook? So you just forcing mm. the hook, mm. and then you, you just doing bars, and you calling these eight bars the hook because you just said something, and you format it as a hook, and that's not even, like, that's not even the vibe of the song. So sometimes they'll mess up the whole song because they thinking that's the hook, and it's like sometimes you don't need a hook. Sometimes your hook might come after the verse. Facts. Sometimes the hook might come 16 bars later. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. And it's just a vibe. It's all about the vibe of the song. So that's why a lot of up-and-coming artists mess up. And where the up-and-coming producers mess up is they don't produce records. They just make the beat and help let the artist figure it out. They don't think about the entire total picture of the whole entire shit. Yeah, and that's where... And and that's that's not what you want to do because what you want to do is like work so great where it's like the rappers calling you back like come back I need you like where they actually need you instead of where they like just want you. I want you to send some shit and then like yeah. that's it like. That's why yeah. like I respect every artist that like that respects the way I work, especially like Pluto. He was the first one to you know yeah. to really let me work how I work and like play with songs, not play with them, but, you know, do my thing on the songs instead of mm -hmm. him just saying. All right, this the song. If he ever say this the song, he probably gave me the session to do something with it. Yeah. That's why I always respected him for that. But they respect your insight into the whole craft. Yeah, and it make me and it and like that make it hard for me to work with up and coming artists because a lot of these artists don't listen. They just want to rap and yeah. Yeah, they want they don't want to make songs. <laughs> and I'd be like, man, I'm trying to make songs. Yeah, they don't understand that it's both of y'all songs collective effort. Like, yeah, right. yeah so, this is my beat. You just putting the lyrics on it, but I know I know what I hear on my beat. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they don't never understand that. They just think everything they think is right because they made a a a, a little a small accumulated song that's going crazy a little bit, mm. and it's bigger than that. Mm -hmm. You, you want to. <laughs> Yeah, you want a song that's gonna like stick forever, like stick for a long time at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you so you brought the idea already with um with the girl already on the uh, Oh wait for you? Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually one of my favorite songs. It's called Higher Mine by Tim. Yeah, so I uh when I sampled it, uh F and Z sent sent it with it chopped up on it already. But I just placed it around differently. And I was like, man. So I was treating the the vocals as a song already. That's why when Pluto was like, he heard the song, he just listened to the, I mean, when he heard the beat, he just listened to the beat a month straight without even rapping on it because it already sounded like a song. So he just, mm -hmm. we already knew it was a smash just because of the vibe of it. Yeah. That's, but that's like my favorite beat I ever made so far. <laughs> What's I, your dream feature? My dream feature? You got it. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. 
Mm. You already wow. got it? Wow. No, I ain't got it yet. Mm. Wow. I'm going to get it, though. <laughs> I know yeah. I am. Right. Yeah, Ed Sheeran and... Uh, you know how crazy that would be? Gonna be. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ed Sheeran, yeah. like... I know we're gonna on a song. Jacob. Are you serious right now? Imagine Justin Bieber on mine too. Like, imagine a, or it's already imagined. Yeah, facts. You're right. right. <laughs> like that's gonna be a vibe. It's like, just gonna be a little minute, but it's it's coming. It's coming. Nah, I don't know. Justin be sliding. Justin, now, Justin, damn it! You all right? Justin might be where he going tonight. Justin be outside. Ow! <laughs> oh God! No, I know that's coming real soon. Have you have you planned as a producer your next sound? Because a lot of producer homies tell me one frustrating part is that when you create a sound, obviously the up and coming producers they all take Definitely. from your sound. So like, have you already planned your next sound? Yeah, my next sound was the wait for you vibe. Now it's like I'm making a new sound. Well, I already made it. Uh, I'm just finding the right vibe of artists to get on it where it just sounds like where it's just a masterpiece because you don't want to get the wrong person on it, but. Mm. I got some stuff, some crazy stuff, and it's like it's simpler than you think. It's just a vibe, though. So mm -hmm. I definitely been practicing. I take breaks from making beats to get my mind right to make the next wave. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want. Everything I do, I'm make the next wave. I'll make a ten pack of this wave, ten pack of the next wave, ten pack of the next wave. Keep going. They said they need Elsa's. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. 
His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You got kids yet? Yeah, I got three of them. You feel like you want your kids to be in music? They love music. That's the crazy thing. Like, since they was, since they was like, months old, like, my daughter, she used to, I used to make beats. She'll be dancing while I make beats. Like, she couldn't even walk. She'll be dancing. And my son, he'll a ratchet. He'd be like, doing this while I'm making beats. <laughs> I'll be having him with uh, uh, Hendrix. He played with uh, Hendrix a little bit sometimes. And uh, yeah. he was trying to teach Hendrix how to rap. Uh, <laughs> Pluto son. <laughs> so he just got the swag already. So I know what he going to do. He, uh, he, he like a chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best and the worst thing about your success at this point? You believe? I mean, the worst, the worst thing is always the entitlement. But if you don't got people feeling entitled to your success, then you ain't doing it right. Mm. Because everybody want to say everybody want to be part of the winning team, so that means that you're doing something right. So it's like the worst thing, but then it's a, you got to look at it as a good thing because they're entitled because you're doing it right. Then like the best thing to my success is seeing how far I. I'm going versus how far I can go and like keep reaching out to go further. So like what's your um your whole like relationship status right now? <laughs> uh I got like Judging from that freestyle he came to my show and spit, that's a wild boy. Yeah. <laughs> what was that line? Which one? I'm gonna make her do something and do something with so and so and something. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, boy, Ella, this man, wow. Yeah, man, it's like, oh, yeah. What? yeah. It's oh, like, my God. Because it's like, like, the way I look at relationships. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he keep it real, though, man. He keep it real. Nah, the way. He finna tell you what it is. Man, the way I look at relationships, like, it's not about entitlement, like, feeling like I own you. It should be like I'm adding on to your happiness. So it's not like I'm yeah. trying to control you. Like, like growing up, like, I don't, like, it been crazy shit. Like, where, like, I be fucking with a girl. She done fuck all my partners and they ain't even know. And I found out later. But, like, at that time, I'm in high school. So that type of shit would be like, damn, bitch, you could have told me. But now it's like, not that I expect that from a girl. But, like, if that happened, it's like, shit, that what it is, man. So I still fuck with you for you. Rather you a hoe. It could be a girl selling pussy. Like, if she a great person, I'm going to still fuck with her. Mm. Like, cause, I, yeah. cause that's you, but mm-hmm. not saying I'm a cuffer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're gonna be, you're gonna, but you're gonna enjoy the ride. Yeah, you're gonna be my little friend. Like, so it's like, I just know me and relationships right now, probably like, get locking in, like, just ain't the thing right now. But being a, having a genuine friend next to you or, or a genuine friend or two next to you, like, is with what benefits. You, yeah, you know, yeah. benefit, take one trip, buy one or something, you know, or like yeah. y'all just vibing with each other. That's like more of the thing because it, it's more of like finding a girl who understand you as a man and that you young and successful. So like as long as... Wise words. Yeah, no, as long as she... Like, that's what it should be. As long as y'all vibing and happy with each other, that's all it should matter. It shouldn't matter like... Nothing else, yeah. Like if I'm fucking with you, I, I ain't going to get mad if like... If you like with another nigga, it's just be like shit. That what that what you chose to do. So I get it. Like I ain't tripping, but shit. You might not get treated the same, but you like as in like what I'm doing. But like I'm still in, fuck in the with long you. term. Yeah, in the long yeah. term. But I'm gonna still fuck with you for you because you're a great person. But like, so if you ever see me out, don't get discouraged because I still love you the same. It's just <laughs> like discouraged. Yeah, don't get discouraged. I still love you the same. Just. <laughs> I'm vibing right here for now. I will see you later. Because you were vibing right there, and I didn't have a problem with it. So just yeah, like, yeah, it's just yeah. People say keeping it player, keeping it p. I just say man, being yourself. Yeah, just I like who it. You are. Or like letting them female accept you for accepting them for them. That's his story. Yeah. No, that's his story where he is now. Like five years from now, he could have a completely different story. Like right. there's just one, and that's just I might what be it in is. Love five years. You know later. what I'm saying? It changes. One girl. Maybe. Because I saw like some little, I saw some little, um, some little stuff like on the blogs, maybe about one girl that you were in love with. Then now you're maybe having a couple of issues with, yeah. you so, know what I mean? So you wanna, you wanna talk about that or, or yeah, what you wanna do? I break that down. So like, cause the blog, you gotta call no names or no shit like that, but just you know, speak on the situation because we're all aware Sad. of what's so, going on. So, so we gonna call. Uh, the first girl, uh, girl one, and then the first, second one, girl two. So. Girl two, okay, yeah. Okay, so they got it mixed up. I was with girl one for almost two years, so we, um, you know, I she caught me cheating and stuff, this and that, and we we broke up like maybe four four five months after. Said she couldn't get over it. Okay. But we know what really happened. She turned up and wanted to see what's outside, and it's like you can't come back after that. So you can't come back inside once you go outside. Yeah, but like, not saying we can't be cool. It's just, this ain't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, once you done did dick, bitch, go on. Bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, man, that's a good <laughs> But I ain't, ain't tripping. I, I wasn't tripping about it. It's just like, if that's what you choose, like, 
then go that route. Like, not saying like I'm gonna hate you. I'm still fuck with you, but not the way I was. Not, not the, the way, way I was, I was fucking, was with. fucking yeah. with you. Yeah. So now, then it's like then what um, happened with girl? Like, how did girl two get in the mix? So girl, girl two, got, I actually met her in Miami. Um, way after we broke up, like after my birthday, mm-hmm. actually this year. Um. Earlier this year, so man, in Miami, we just vibed off back like since the first day, and we were just kicking it. So Drake, Drake had um rented me this house, huge house, house like crazy, like. So I just had to stay at the house, and I flew my mama down there. So we had the house vibing for like a good week, and we were just, you know, Valentine's Day came up. Um, some stuff happened with in the in their DMs and. I was I girl one going, and girl two. Yeah, so I ended okay. up going to Jamaica, and you took girl three. No, nah, it was girl girl two <laughs> okay. to Jamaica, and like the blogs picked up on it, but they never knew what they was talking about because they were saying that I cheated on girl one with girl two. Which when you actually me. knew girl two from the beginning. No, nah, I knew girl. I met girl two after we broke up. Oh, but you never cheated because you guys, girl, you and girl one were already like pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. So they was so they never knew, but. They uh, you know how the blogs go. They always mix stuff up, but yeah, they stretch shit to the max for no reason. But I mean, me and girl too. We we good. We close. You know that's that's like. Told y'all that's a wild boy. Oh god! Oh, she top prospect. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she um. She definitely priority. She uh girl too. You know who you are, man. You you need to tighten up. Yeah, so she yeah. um she a great girl. I feel like she just add on to me. You know that's all you need, dog. For real. Yeah, and we don't need no exclusive shit because we vibing with each other oh, and it's shit. like and it's great vibes. That's his lifestyle. That's his lifestyle. But she understand me as a man. Like that's what that's what that's that just shows to you. And that shows her maturity. And like and like really understanding the man and who a yeah, man I'm is. Laughing, man, kicking yes. facts. Yeah. What if he was on some other bullshit, like just lying to the females yeah. and stringing them along? Like you got to respect that that man telling telling his truth and where he is right now. Yeah, and like yeah, like my ex, like that really taught me like not to lie to girls no more. So it's like I tell like any girl telling what it is. Not like I'm just out here fucking a lot of hoes. Cause I'm really not. Like mm. after my breakup, really made me look at like. A lot of these bitches, like, right, they bad bitches or what, like, made me look at them like, I don't even want these bitches, and that's, like, the vibe, so. Mm. That's why girls could That could play a part in that. We was talking about it earlier, falling off, too, just getting too over-consumed into what you have access to mm-hmm. now. Because obviously yeah. you got plenty of access, but that don't mean you got to use all the access. Facts. Right. That's why, like, I mean, I get too many, like, little famous shit that DM me, I don't even respond. Mm. Unless, like, I got to know you in person. Maybe if we vibe in person, then maybe, you know, you be one. So what's some of the shit you do to stay focused and grounded and humble and shit? Um, actually, I think what keeps me humble is my drive to um want more because I always feel like I don't don't do enough. Like yeah, I got number one on the charts. I got nine songs on the Billboard, but I want more. So it's like I gotta go harder, and I I ain't gonna stop till I get all songs on the charts. hundred. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's hard. You in the right company? That's to a do great it. goal. Yeah. For real. I mean, I'm only 23. I got 9% of the charts, so I feel like I could do I can get 100% of the charts. At least 50% if I don't make the Yeah, yeah, I'm anything is possible. Fast. If you put your mind to it, for real. Definitely. What's some shit you got coming up that people might not know? Give us exclusive. Um, I got, of course, 
you know, the Kanye songs coming out on his album. I got a single with Gucci Mane that me and 30 Rock did. I got uh, me and Corday been locked in. We um we actually make some good music. He called it the Grammy Grammy nominated album, so it's mostly gonna be produced by me. So that's that's my focus right now. The Corday album. What artist would you bring back that has passed away? Back to life to work with. It's 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 for sure. Mm. That's probably that'll be man. hard to X and Jacob. Man, what? Yeah. That'll be hard. I ain't I ain't okay. I ain't never cried when nobody died, but I ain't even know that man. But I really broke down like that was crazy because her bro was like uh, putting out you know positivity. No matter his past, he was still putting out mm-hmm. like positive vibes right. and stuff. So mm-hmm. like then the way bro died was on some street shit man, when he was just going there to go buy a motorcycle. Really? Yeah, I was fucked up. Yeah, but like, you know, shit happens. But that would be definitely like one I'd bring back to work with. He uh he definitely like a he not even comparable. He like a I don't even know what's a big artist like who just different, like uh You said Michael Jackson? Type shit like like he definitely like (laughs) Uh, he definitely was gonna be one of the greats. No, he. I didn't know how hard he was till he passed. I felt bad about his it. I didn't listen album, to enough of his shit till he every passed. Every song on his album is multi. It's multi platinum. Every song, mm-hmm. like from song one to nine, like every song multi platinum. So that's mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. If you do, and it's his first album. Who the goat to you, like in the rap shit right now? In the rap, like completely yeah. overall. That's a hard one because it's like. Honestly, it's like, well, to me, it's like out of Kanye and Drake. It's like Kanye just because of creativity and then what he did in the fashion world and just him, just him overall as a businessman. And it's Drake because the charts, the man, don't be running the charts over a decade. So if I had to pick one, it'll be uh. Dang, I can't even really Don't pick, pick. It's like it's like they it's <laughs> like they up one. there on it's two a different. Trap. He has a business good business move not to pick. Yeah, it's two different, <laughs> two different. They up there in two different, two different ways like businessman, yeah. art, and then well Drake a businessman too. Yeah. So you can't forget about your favorite rapper. Definitely, yeah, and then who's definitely favorite, who's a favorite Pluto for sure. Ah, that man running Atlanta, yeah. man. That's like he been running Atlanta for a minute, and now. Baby, one of my favorite rappers too. That man hard, but mm. greats overall, like that's crazy. Yeah. Also, lifestyle shit. Your day has just started. What's some shit Jacob got to have, for, like just around, or just some shit you got to have for your day to go right, from um, top to bottom. Like first thing you do when you wake up, got to have this. I don't know, jewelry, get mall, certain female, car, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, my day to day definitely like at least make beats. At least once a day, and mm. if I don't, at least write some write lyrics, write music. So do music every day. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I really be chilling, honestly. I fly out a lot. I'm barely in Atlanta, so. So what's some like some shit you like to do in your free time to like have fun or like to wind down and relax and enjoy yourself? Man, I like bowling. Any nigga want to get with bowling, man, call me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like uh. I like driving fast. Okay. I don't race though. I just like driving fast. You know, you go on the track sometimes, drive fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh That's about it. What's your favorite food? Mm. I won't say a favorite food, it's a favorite restaurant. It's probably Komodo in Miami. Yeah, that's yeah. the vibe. Yeah. And they having some, some 
Bad shit in there. What's <laughs> the first thing you spent a lot of money on when you got your first check? My first check? I think I spent... I was in London. I had got like 110000 something like that. It was from... uh, I just got paid from Future Album. I think I spent like 20000 on my kids. Mm. Soon as I woke up... That's hard. Seen a check hit. I went back to sleep. Now, I was like, what the fuck? I went, I was at the mall in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I got dressed so fast, and I just... I knew I spent like 20000 on my kids. But I didn't know you had a... That was my first time out of the country, so you got to pay for to pay to bring mm-hmm. the shit back. Mm-hmm. They taxed me another like another four thousand just to bring all that shit back. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell no. Nah. <laughs> Wait till I get back home from now on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was, that was the first day I spent some big money on. Then second part, of the, you know, some jewelry. Everybody spending money on jewelry though, for sure. Yeah. When I spoke to you last, you said you feel like uh, you're gonna be one of the biggest. I don't want to misquote you. Biggest artist in the world. I think that's what you told me. Definitely. So talk to us about, you know, what supports that feeling and why you feel like that. Just the vibe of music I'm making from from my album in general. Um, plus the connections I have, but just my artistry and in, in, in total because a lot of people don't know what's going on in my head, but now I'm putting it all like I'm gonna just put it all out there, whether it's visually or um even in the music and everything. So I'll be able to do that where you'll be able to wear what's what I'm thinking about. Mm. So like everybody gonna be like, I already know what they gonna name like this man just what is this? Folks they're gonna look at it crazy at first and then they're gonna it's gonna be the wave. Why you say look at it crazy? Like what kind of music is it? Cause, we need a preview. Well not oh, the music. Right. Let me hear some shit. Oh for real? The uh just the vision and all, you know, cause I'm a uh Growing up, you know, I was always like, like all my bros and stuff was in the streets doing the crazy stuff, but I was the one like, I was the one at home making beats, chilling, mm-hmm. like not doing the crazy stuff. Not say that I don't come from that, it's just mm-hmm. I, I was thinking differently than them. Yeah. So it was like, I always had ideas just growing up from back from back then that I that I just want to put out now, but it still represents like you know doing the right thing at the same time. Do you feel like people be sleeping on you as an artist because you 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 are uh, successful as a producer? Definitely, they um, and it's like they gonna expect a certain thing when they hear my project as a or hear me rap as an artist. It's like I'm gonna give everybody what they don't expect because what they don't expect mm-hmm. is what's in here. Mm-hmm. Right. They expect what's already out there, but we're right. not doing that. We're going the other route. They said they need answers. About what? When I get big fat. Big fat, big fat. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to a little bit of lifestyle. Like, well, you kind of told us your favorite restaurant, but what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Like, uh... Yeah, chicken wings. Chicken. <laughs> It'd be so simple for artists and producers. I love it. Fast, uh, <laughs> sweet, sweet chili with lemon pepper sprinkles. Okay. Yeah, from American Deli. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sweet chili with lemon pepper. Yeah. You can mix it. You can mix a meal and wings, Jay. This a new. This a new day. I might have to try that to see what yeah, it's like. Oh, it's crazy. sweet chili. I've had sweet chili alone. That's good. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I've never had. I yeah, I sweet never had chili with the lemon pepper. That. I you never had that. It in the ranch. Or even if you ain't got sweet chili, try braised wings with lemon pepper spring. Dip it in the now that sounds a little bit more doable. Yeah, you got you uh, put, your three ahead. kids by your same by the same mama. Uh, it's two girls. <laughs> yeah, I got two baby mamas. What is it? Uh, probably at home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deal with them no more. Uh, uh-uh. now we like we. Y'all both parent. Yeah, we cordial. Like we barely talk, so it's like. Just speak to them when you have to, but they know it ain't no beef. Like they ain't gotta put me on child support because everything ain't taken for care of. So like it's just cordial, man. Good, good uh, relationship though. Like that, it, it ain't unhealthy. It's just you don't feel like you never get back with that one, though. Nah, <laughs> I look at I just look at women so different now. What you um, mean? Like in a good way. Like we're like I'm just so picky now. So it's like I want to like. It's like women I used to touch. I wouldn't even touch them more. So it's just they, it's just they fall in that category. You've elevated. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they just fall in that category. Like I wouldn't touch them no more. Like, you say he's ascended. He's elevated. He's like no shade. To you me. on some equally yoked shit? Yeah, like I'm just. When your birthday? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, that's why we we right here. I understand <laughs> what the oh, man shit. is saying. Get out of man. here. I'm a Capricorn, but I get it. Oh my god. <laughs> December. Yeah, December 10th. Yeah, I get it. Oh. <laughs> Just like you would get it if a Gemini was there. Yeah, my son is a Gemini. We are uh, exactly six months apart. Okay. My mom's December 10th. His June 10th. He's oh. saying he wants someone equally yoked. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You just saying you was just making kind of bad decisions when you were younger. Definitely, like, I got one pregnant, and it was, like, got the other one pregnant, like, weeks later. So, it was like, are your kids the same? They uh, get Dang. up to win. Yeah, they three weeks apart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean. Somebody was getting busy. I might well say it, because they're going to get older and say it anyway, so. Yeah. For them. That's what's up. <laughs> so, do y'all have, like, joint birthdays, or, like, do they each get separate, or, like, is that shit just way too close to... Make a big deal out of both of them, or they get separate birthdays. I would like to do, you know, one big birthday, which would be fire. But yeah, uh, it's probably best to, you know, do, they mom's young, so it's probably best to keep them separated right now. They less. What you say, man? Yeah, they do. My um, I, I put said, them on. Do they know they siblings? Oh, okay. Yeah, they know they siblings. Like um. My uh my daughter know that's her brother. My her brother know that's his sister. So they they be knowing like they smart as hell. My daughter just spoiled. My son just he spoiled too. So they just know how to. My son is a manipulator. My daughter just don't listen. <laughs> how you balance like being so busy and then having time for your kid? That's the hard part. Um, 
especially like I got like two kids live out of state, and then you know one live here, so it make it hard because you gotta um like go get them from out of town, bring them somewhere. Sometimes I when I'm out of town, I fly them down with like with a grandma or with my mom, fly down with them somewhere. Like if I'm in Miami or something, bring them down, and that makes it easier too because I can still spend time with them. Then go work, spend time with them, go work until they go back home. But it's a process sometimes. How many people you lost along on on the way of your journey, like family members or friends? Mm, family members, that's the crazy thing. I growing up like I met my cousin but I was never close with him. So like it's still love there. It's just I ain't really talked to him but like It's um, just a lack of a relationship. Yeah, like like we ain't hang around each other as much. It was a lot of beef in the family about who knows what. But Yeah. Then you got, uh, like, friends, people that are my friends, I lost a lot because they don't understand. They be like, they always quit to pull the Hollywood card or. Like, you ain't never got time to do nothing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I don't even understand. Like, a nigga trying to really be a billionaire. Like, I ain't for to be a billionaire sitting on the block talking to y'all all day about what's nothing. going on in the hood. Yeah, right, like, like. It's like, yeah, that's probably cool, like. Probably bring the video, bring y'all out, but like then you got you got homeboys that understand that, so it's like they know that you don't talk every day, but when you talk to them, it's all love. It means something. Yeah, yeah. Then it's just like you know niggas who be doing little bitch ass shit, like talking about like you changing this and that, and like man, you ain't gonna never get it. Never. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> they they never understand to them. Right. Yeah. You got any regrets? I actually don't. Uh, you would think that I do, but I feel like I'm. I feel like it's a reason for everything and why I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, like even if it was a mistake, like I, I say, I, I don't take loss. I, I, you know, I learn lessons. So mm-hmm. I just feel like even if it was a bad mistake, it was probably a lesson to be learned because mm-hmm. I won't ever do it again. Mm-hmm. Do it twice. Mm-hmm. Who taught you your morals? Um. Well, me, it was you know learning a lot. Stuff and then my mentor, uh, IG over there, he uh, just like giving me like stuff, stuff that I wouldn't really think of, like really think of. He more like uh, like say, what's the example? Like say if I'm uh going through like baby mama issue, he'll be like, man, do what you do. You ignore them both and don't talk to them, and then they'll be they'll be trying to let you see your kid and do whatever you want. And it, you do it and it work. <laughs> <laughs> so it just be like little stuff like that, like that help out that I be learning. Is your love for making music and being a producer and an artist so deep that if tomorrow you can no longer make money off of it, you would still do it? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I I didn't do it for the money. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew you could make money, but I ain't know producers was like rich as hell. <laughs> I thought they was just like I, there's a I, few. Yeah, like yeah. we it's get paid more than the yeah, artists. Yeah, I do. For real on the songs. And it's like when you start making beats, you don't even think of that. You just like, man, these beats hard as fuck, boy. And you just mm-hmm. you just listening to them. And then like once you start making money, you still don't even see it because you be like, oh, a couple thousand, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And when that shit really rolling in, you get like like over like six figures every every um quarter. Mm-hmm. You like man, this shit. Yeah, them blue checks be something else. <laughs> what you do? What you do if you send a beat off, and the artist send a song back, and you don't like it? Um, I lie. 
<laughs> Say it's hard. <laughs> as long as the wire comes. I be like, yeah, hey, motherfucker, cool. But then, like, sometimes it's songs that I don't like, but I'll take so much out and um, restructure the song and make them redo it. That's if, like, if I really see potential in it. But sometimes I be like, it's cool and stuff. Or I, sometimes I lie and be like, the beat taken or something. Because <laughs> it's all about, yeah, it's your art, but it's my art too. Right. And I and I rarely like music, like mm. like songs that artists do. So how you deal with like indies? Like if indie artists want to work with you? Um, I always tell them it ain't about the money, even though they still got to pay me. But it's more about um, it ain't about me just giving them a beat. Even if they're indie artists, I still want to touch the song. It's just like they got to have a budget. Like, like bring me a dub real quick, and I uh, like we gonna lock in for real. But I'm just not gonna give this beat for the dub, and like you gonna run off and go drop a song to it. We ain't doing that. Mm. Song might. Be, what if the song bad and blow up? And it's like, damn, he got this from ATL. ATL Jacob did this with him. Hell no! Like you said, bad and blow up. Sometimes it's, you got a little bad. bullshit that blow up. Uh, Ice JJ Fish somebody like crazy. it though. You said what? Ice JJ Fish went, man, it went up. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> so you it's like, you I wonder where that nigga's at. Like yeah. <laughs> what you say? Yeah, cause that. No, I was. I was saying. I wonder where the niggas at. Cause I ain't seen nothing from. Them. But I get what you're saying though. Cause it's like, even if the song is whack, your name and it's like the artist part of it is whack, and the beat was dope. Your name is still on the whack niggas verse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's still a collaborative whack effort between you and whoever the nigga is. Like, right. They might think yeah. that both of us put this together and they like... Yeah, like you Lawson. had input on the whack part. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was like... Hell nah. We gonna, we, gonna, uh, we gonna do this the right way. <laughs> Book a session, bring the cash, and we ain't leaving till, till we got a good song. You supposed to came and did the shit show that time. What happened? Man. <laughs> <laughs> he taught me how to... Because at that time, uh, you know, I was making a certain type of music, but... I'm definitely stepping away from that image of music I was making at that time. So now it's like, now I will do it, but I got it. <laughs> so all the way up to the same day. It, to- <laughs> it was crazy. I had a video shoot at the same time. I yeah. didn't know. It was a video shoot that day. <laughs> I want. I want. I want to hear the um the super gremlin story. Like making it, why did you send it to Kodak or did you cook it up in front of Kodak? Like I want to hear the whole story behind it. So the beat originally, um of course of course future get every beat that I do. Like every beat that's out, future done heard it before. But I really made the beat for Lil Baby. Mm. Um mm. I think that's when me and Baby did uh Real as it get. And I played it for him that day and he he actually didn't pick that beat. Like mm. we, I went through like hundred beats. Maybe because he was sleepy though, but so I, I ain't thinking no of it. I just went along. Maybe a few months later, uh, me and Kodak locked in for his album. We ain't getting nothing. So I'm chilling in the studio. I'm like, man, I'm gonna tell Kodak to pull up. Like randomly just said, I'm gonna tell Kodak mm-hmm. to pull up. I told him to pull up. He ain't pull up. He told me he was on the way. He was still on the way. He, came, he probably came like six hours later. Then. We did Super Grimmel, going through BC, just heard it. Dude. That's how we did Super Grimmel, just like that. I didn't even know it was a hit song. I, I was like, the, I felt like the song was cool, but my engineer from Miami, so he was like, bro, it's a hit song. Mm. Yeah, so it ended up being a hit, and I was like, damn, he knew. That's always the case, though. Like, people say that shit all the time. Like, I ain't yeah, know what's going to yeah. be that. 
I knew it would sound good, but I ain't yeah. know it was going to be And then that. it turns out to be that. Right. Yeah. So you feel like yeah. it's a recipe for hits or it's magic? I won't say, yeah, you definitely, it is a recipe. You just got to learn that recipe. But uh, it's definitely like uh, you, you still never know at the same time. Yeah. Because it's like you might fuck with this song a lot. Then it might not be like, might not go big. Like one of my favorite songs me and Future did was uh, Nowhere. We did on the Superfly soundtrack. I thought that song was just crazy. I thought that was like, wait for you. Mm-hmm. It just ain't, you know, slept on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did the recipe change for hits? Um, definitely do, because the, the, um, the ear for music changed at the same time. So it's just keeping it up, keeping up with the fans and what they like. But you never know what they like. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, it's a recipe. It's just, it's a hidden recipe. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure it out. How you deal with rappers that might be at odds with each other as a producer? Like like um like rappers is beefing with each other? Yeah. Man, I stay out of I'm a business man. There you go. What y'all got going on is y'all like, Right. Like You think they act funny with you though? Like if you Uh It is some rappers that, that, that like tend like I say like to like they don't look at me as like or something, but they do tend to like move away just because at the same time you never know how to you never know because the streets the streets so you never know like that's like me into it with a nigga that's that's over there but like, I'm cool with one nigga over there mm. and it's like shit he might pull up and drop the pen one day so mm. I, I be understanding I don't ever look at it like um like they changing and right. I just look at it like man I'm staying out of they dealing with their circumstances yeah. yeah but I feel like some like when it comes to that kind of shit like some artists have the power to like I don't want to say squash shit between whoever and whatever but just like for instance just like on Pluto's new album like Kodak and Southside have had their issues or whatever right. but Kodak killed Voodoo like murdered it mm. and it was the perfect combination mm. you know what I'm saying with Southside's beat and his vocals and shit on the hook and yes. you know Pluto's verse like mm. that that's really like one of like another outside of like wait for you. That's really one of my favorite songs that like really touched my soul off of the album. Yeah, and if crazy. it would have been like a whole bunch of bullshit in the mix or, you know what I'm saying? However the shit worked out for them to make it. If that never would have happened, then we never would have had that song. Facts. Mm. And I was, I was actually really happy when, um, when they, when they actually end up talking. It I out. was too. Cause it, it's like, man, we know yet, yet, yet got a mouth somehow. Yet got, know but he is a good dude and he definitely do got a good heart so mm-hmm. i did see like how he used to act versus now like he did change a lot in a good way he um definitely been more positive since i've been with him so he actually a good person to work with too shout out about the them yeah fat man shout out about them for being grown men about the shit Facts. great music can be made amongst yes. you know what i'm saying good energy mm-hmm. yeah great for music. sure yeah. What's up do you want to say to the uh, Big Facts fans, supporters, your fans uh, as an artist, as a producer, and upcoming producers? Give us some game and some motivation before you slap. Um, definitely. I say this every 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 interview, every, you know, every time something ends. Uh, never stop, even if you think you're doing it wrong. Just, just always think on what you're doing and, uh, you know, correcting and keep going, but just never stop. Because if you stop, Everything you work for, you'll be starting over. Mm. You never know how far you never know how, you never know how close you is to uh, getting what you want. Mm. Too interesting way to look at it. Facts. Mm. 
Yeah. Like, imagine if I stopped making beats the day before we made Supergirl. Man. And you could have. You could <laughs> oh, have. God. You I could have like, fuck this. Because I'm sure you had them fuck this days. Actually, no, I haven't. Nah. I, I love music. Yeah. There have been times where I was like, fuck working with this artist, but mm. it's always like. Never like, fuck working, period. Yeah, I love yeah. music. Like, I'll just do it for free if I. If if it was if it was for no money, I'd still be doing it. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, hey, bro, we saw your big face, bro. I ain't having no money. I need a beat though. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it for free, but like, if it was hold no, that down, Jacob. Hold that down. <laughs> like, if it was, it was if making music had no revenue gain. I would still be doing it mm. just because I love it. Like artists, like that painting shit. Like they don't know right. that they shit might become art Basel. They just painting the shit, and the next day you know it's. We're a... Still don't talk about that offline. We don't, <laughs> gotcha, we gotcha, gotcha, we gonna, gotcha, we gotcha, hold I got gotcha, you. I got you. I got you. I got you. We're trying to be a billionaire. Like, yeah, you don't need deal, to like... get paid to reach billionaire. Facts. <laughs> 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 Jacob, we appreciate you pulling yes, up. You know, saying much yes, continued success yes, to yeah. you. We need that big facts intro too. We're gonna put that out there. Oh yeah, come on! I can't wait. Oh right. God, I do it. Okay, he said on God, so I it's done. <laughs> there you have it. www.bigfactspod.com. Salute. You're listening to Big Facts with Big Bank and DJ Scream. Follow Big Facts on social media at Big Facts Pod. Big Bank and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts. Hey, man, it's all the way up. Ladies and gentlemen. That merch ends. Yes. Yeah, that's right. www.bigfactspod.com. Yeah. With the real ones one time. Y'all come get y'all some of this merch, man. Bigfactspod.com. Let's get it. Get that merch right now. Shop with us. It's all the way up. Big Fat Merch. It's going down. Visit the new website today. www.bigfactspod.com. Visit now. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.